Welcome to the Princess and the Bee podcast, the place to be to build your empire as queen of your body, business, and life. I'm your host, Kimberly Spencer, founder of crownyourself.com, and I'm an award-winning coach, Amazon best-selling author, and multi-passionate entrepreneur. Each week, I give you the systems, strategies, and success stories to help you master your mindset, communicate with ease, and triple your productivity so you make the income and the impact you deserve. Imagine this podcast as your weekly spark of inspiration as you take it to the next level with all the bees of your life, body, business, bank account, boys, and babies. Let's make it rain. Hello and welcome back to The Princess and the Bee. First of all, let me just start out with taking a massive moment of gratitude for you showing up and being here. A, it is very hot in this studio, and B, I am super grateful. Like, that was an inhalation of gratitude and receiving you for you being here present with me. Like I've said many, many times, you can always make more money. You can never make more time, and thus that's why I am so proud and honored that you would choose to spend your time with me and this podcast baby of mine. So I am so excited because today we're diving into one of my favorite topics that I get. And it's, I think all of them are really my favorite topics, but we're diving into sales, 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 sales. Why? Because A, I've got the princess process membership going down and inside the princess process membership you can get as a bonus my $111 sell like a queen course that dives into five hours of NLP communications and sales strategies including the only scientifically proven methodology to predict buying behavior with within 90 seconds and scientifically scientifically increase your sales up to 300%. And I dive into that as well. So if you're like, I really want to increase my sales up to 300%, then please do so. You can either get the self-study course on its own on my website at crownyourselfmembers.com, which is my membership site. So you can get it there for $111 or you can join the princess process, which is a ridiculously low cost no commitment membership program to up-level you as the leader in your life and in your business. And you can join and get it for like $12 less than you would pay for like the monthly membership. So the monthly membership is $99 and you get it for free as a part of your membership. Bonus! So you might as well just join the princess process. It's amazing. I love the results that my clients are getting. They are starting their own stores. They are hiring employees. They are launching their businesses. They are stepping up into a whole new level of courage. They are changing careers. Like one of my clients in there just got a promotion, massive promotion and a career change. Woohoo, go Sylvia. And the thing is, is that's why sales is super important. So I wanted to dive in because I was noticing in my past sales conversations for about the past month or so, um, a common objection. So I go into this in the Sell Like a Queen course that there are only four objections that you can get, that you can get on any sort of sales objection. You'll learn the other three when you either join the princess process or buy the Sell Like a Queen course. And number 
One that we are diving into is the excuse um, that I need to talk to my husband or I need to talk to my wife or I need to talk to my partner or my family. I need to have a family meeting. I need to um, talk to my boss. I need to whatever. What that excuse is, because every single objection is just an excuse where you have the ability and the luxury and the joy of coaching someone around that belief system, that belief, and in fact, helping them step into their power. Now, I say in Sell Like a Queen, and I will say this here, and I will preface this here, that I never, ever believe in selling somebody something that they do not need or have not seen value in. If they don't experience value, if they don't believe it is valuable, if they aren't like ready to jump in and they're like, yes, I I am so ready to do this, and then they hear your price, and then they're like, I just, I need to talk to my husband then you have already established that there is value for your product. Only sell to people once you have established that there is value for your products or your services. Like say you're selling organic skincare. And if you're selling organic skincare and you have not yet established that this person has a skincare problem or doesn't feel comfortable in their skin or is using highly toxic chemicals that they have no idea what they're using and suddenly are like, and you know that your product or your service could help them, it's actually selfish and a disservice to not sell to them because you have the solution that can help them feel confident and beautiful in their skin, or you have the the solution for them to feel confident and amazing and profitable in their business, or you have the solution for them to feel bolder and more courageous in their relationships or in their dating life. Whatever it is that you sell, it is a once you establish that it is a value to the customer, to the potential customer. I like to already think of them as a customer. Once you establish that it there is value. It is a massive disservice to them, and it is quite rude to not sell to them. It is quite rude and incredibly selfish. So that's for another a rant for another podcast, because I did say that we would go into what the excuse of I need to talk to my husband, wife, boss, spouse, family is really all about. Because this is a glorious time. When you hear this objection, once you've established value, when you hear this objection, this is like the heavens can open up because you are about to tap somebody into their full power. Because what is happening here is that this person is probably a people pleaser. They are probably not doing something in their life or in their business or with their body because they're scared of judgment. They are scared of what other people will say about them if they did this thing that is quote-unquote crazy. Now, if I'd listened to all the people who said the things that I did were quote-unquote crazy, I would not have a husband. <laughs> like, when I was first starting to date my husband, I was a little nervous to share with people that he was 19 years older than me, and I didn't notice that my hubby well, back then he wasn't my hubby, but <laughs> when, when I first, he was my boyfriend. And when he was my boyfriend, I didn't realize that he had actually sent me a Facebook friend request to, you know, be his friend, even though I was his girlfriend. And then when I saw it, I was like, oh, okay. And then I had to hit the approve button because, you know, they say, you know, when somebody says they're in a relationship with you, 
you got to hit the approve button. You got to agree that there, that there is a relationship. And so I did hit the approve button, even though I didn't like his profile picture at the time. I told him he changed it. <laughs> That's just me owning my own power of saying, yeah, I, we're going to have to change that photo because um, he looked older in the photo. And it's not that I have a problem with his age. It was just I didn't like the picture of him. He is so much sexier and handsomer um, than that photo allowed him to be. So I wanted him to have a better photo. However, that's a side point. The thing was, once I hit approve, literally, literally within the span of five minutes, probably it was closer to two, I get a text from a former friend of mine. And the reason why she is a former friend is in no relation to this story, but it did highlight qualities and characteristics that I was fascinated by that definitely led to a, a end in the friendship. And what I get from this text is, are you serious? That is literally the text that I got. And I was like, about what? Because <laughs> I was like, out of the blue, are you serious? I was like, I don't know, about what? And she's like, the guy that you're in a relationship with, the, your boyfriend, like, that guy? And I remember saddling up in my big girl panties and saying, yes, I am in a relationship with this man. Yes, and yes, he cooks for me. And yes, he's amazing and super kind and super loving. And yes, I'm in a relationship with him. And she was like, he's so old. And I was like, yes, he is 19 years older. I had to own all of it. Now, had I been scared, like I will admit, I was scared for a hot second of other people's judgment, not only because of Spike's profile photo, but of, I was scared for a hot second because I didn't know how other people would react. But then again, it's not their life. It's not their life. It's mine and it's my happiness. The same with it's your life and it's your happiness. You know what you need. When I found Spike and I was like, oh my God, this man is amazing. And I was the first relationship that he had committed to in seven years since his ex-wife. The first one. And he was, he still is. Like, he's phenomenal. Like, I, every day I am so grateful for him being in my life. Because had I listened to other people or had I been scared of other people's judgment, I would have continued to date guys who were very, very attractive or on paper very rock solid, but who didn't completely fulfill me in the way that Spike does, who didn't bring me as much joy or who didn't call me out on my BS as, as much as Spike does. Like He helped me step into my power of ownership. And it was with this former friend that I stepped up to this power of ownership. Now, the same was true when I decided, I found out I was pregnant and I had been on the phone with the woman who is now one of my coaches and the amazing Laura Petrie, got a shout out to her. Um, with, with her, I was on the phone talking about joining this program to, that teaches NLP and timeline therapy and hypnosis. And I, I knew I had to change. And this was right before I found out I was pregnant. Then I found out I was pregnant. And then was our follow-up sales conversation about like joining and how to make it work and financially because I was not in the best place financially. And I remember feeling so aligned that this program, this going to this, going through this program would be transformational. 
I knew because back then, back in early 2016, my mindset was such crap. I was complaining. I was blaming. I was feeling resentment towards the job that I had at that time teaching Pilates on the side. I was feeling resentment toward God. I was feeling resentment mostly at myself and I was just projecting it onto everybody else. And I decided I'm going to go for it. And now here's the thing is I did consult with my husband and I did say, you know, this is a decision. I do want to consult with my husband. And the thing was, was that my decision was already made up in my mind. I was consulting with my husband out of respect for him. I was consulting with my husband because I knew that he would have my highest and best interest. I knew I didn't want him to think I was going behind his back, but I did want him to know that this was this was something I needed to improve my life and to improve my business and to actually make it profitable. And the thing is, is that is when you have a relationship that is interdependent and not codependent. Because when you're in a relationship that's codependent, you'll be giving away your power. So when I told my coach that I had to, that I was like, I'm just going to clear this with my husband. I'm doing this. I am all in. She was like, okay, cool. And I consulted with him. And then I called her the next day. I'm like, I'm in. Here's my credit card. Take it. And that's the thing is I chose that I would have, I decided that I would have his highest, his highest and my highest best in mind. What the excuse in sales of I need to talk to my husband is normally that client is giving away their power if they really believe that they need to talk to their husband. If they feel like they're, if, and by that I mean, that's their conscious mind. That's the ego speaking. The, the conscious mind and the ego, like I've said, are not the same thing. But that's that's the ego speaking of the deflection of fear. So they're deflecting their power even though they know that this is something that they really need to enhance their life. This is something that they really want, that they really desire. That excuse, what that does, is it takes away their power. And when you say no, if you've ever done this in, in your own life, I mean, I have in in the past as well, been very, very scared of rejection and needing permission and judgment and whatnot. The thing is, is that when you feel like you need to ask for permission, when you feel like you need approval and validation for what your soul and your gut is saying, I need to go all in on this, what happens is, is when you let that person talk you out of that thing that you really want to do, it will eventually build up resentment. The thing is, I consult with my husband on pretty much anything over $500, and I just say, hey, this is something that I'm looking to invest in. This is something that I want to do. Do you have my back? I trust his counsel, and I trust that he has my best interest at heart, and I do it, again, out of respect for him. But at the same time, he knows that when I really want something, there is no changing my mind. There is no talking me out of it. When I really am committed to something, God help anybody who stands in my way because it's going to happen. It's not just like it's it's going like it might happen. It's like, no, it's going to happen. That's just what is. It's like when I wanted to have a natural childbirth with Declan and I had 
uh, the, a doctor informed me that I had placenta previa, which means that I would have bled to death had I given birth naturally. I was like, no, 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 no. Let me tell you what's going to happen. I'm going to have birth naturally. The placenta will move. We will deal with it. And that's exactly what happened. Eight weeks later, we went back for the ultrasound. The doctor had a look of shock and dismay. And he was like, I don't know how you did it. And I was like, meditation and mindset. Because I just, I, I knew that for my son, birthing him naturally in water that way, that was the best thing that I could do for him to bring him into this world in, in that way. That, and that was my choice. So the thing is, is that I know what it feels like when you have that, those moments where you feel like you want to deflect your power. But people-pleasing is just another form of fear. It's just fear reigning in your relationships. It's the fear of judgment. It's the fear of people thinking you're crazy. It's the fear of doing those, those things that other people will say are insane until they are successful. So that business that you want to launch, that marathon you want to run, the, the things that people, like my dad thought I was cuckoo pants for signing up for a marathon. He's like, what are you talking about, Kim? You could barely run a mile like four years ago. Like I would burst out into asthma attacks back then. He's like, you're running a marathon? Like he didn't, he legit did not believe that I could do it. And when I crossed that finish line in 2011 at the LA Marathon in a torrential downpour that only a third of the marathon runners finished, he was like, I'm, I'm so in shock that you did it. And I just knew all along that I didn't need his belief in, my, in me or in my dream in order to accomplish those goals. And you have to, if you've ever used this excuse in a sales conversation, you have to believe as securely in your dream that that is your dream, those are your goals, and sometimes you got to show up for your dream before people show their belief in you succeeding. And if you are working with someone or in a sales conversation with someone who gives this excuse of, I need to talk to my husband, I need to talk to my wife, I need to talk to my spouse, or whatever, you have the responsibility to coach them back into their power. So how do you do this? You can ask questions. You ask more questions of, when in your life have you given up on a dream that you really wanted to go for? What happened? Let's explore that. Because what you'll see is patterns. What you'll see is people commonly deflecting in order to please other people. They, they will have done it with their relationships with their parents. They will have done it with possibly their relationship with their, with their kids. Or they will have done it by like maybe putting off launching their business because they were scared of, of people's judgment and opinions. I was. I totally own it. I was so scared of people's judgments and opinions that I didn't take Crown Yourself Pro for two years. I just let it be a blog that was, like, inspirational. But it wasn't making money. It was barely making money. Like, I had a couple of coaching clients that were doing well, but it was paying nothing. Like, it was, like, literally. I was very grateful for the $100 a month, but it was $100 a month for four coaching sessions. Yeah, that doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> that just does not happen anymore. I am unavailable for that. The thing is, is that you have that responsibility to then coach them around their power. So a couple questions you could ask is you want to dive into looking for the patterns. Where in their life have they held back their power in the past? 
Where in their life have they given away their power to somebody else? Where in their life have they given up on a dream that they wanted to go for or not done something that they knew they in their gut that they should do and still done it anyway and, and like and thus they had regrets. So you can coach them around where have they regretted things in the past? Because when you see the common patterns where rejection lies, or, or not rejection, where regret lies, you're going to see normally a deflection of power in that, in somewhere in that arena. So if they have a regret, for example, of like they haven't been able to hold down a job for longer than six months, but they have a regret because of that, because they feel like they've been letting their husband down because he's like, come on, like, why can't you hold down a job for longer than six months? Like, what's up? If they feel like they have regret, it's because they're trying to people please to either the husband or the the boss. And finally, they get to the point where they're just like, I just don't, I just can't take it anymore. I cannot take cutting off parts of myself to hide the gloriousness of all that I am. So you will start to see patterns where you see regret, you will generally see a deflection of power. So in the sales conversation, navigate through questions, where is their regret in their life? Where are they disappointed in themselves? Where in the past have they given away their power before? Because here's the thing, if your product or your service can enhance their life in any way, shape, or form, can get them to where, from where they are now to where they want to be, can get them from deflecting and giving away their power to where they want to be, then it is, in your, it is your responsibility. I give you full permission to go all out in getting that sale because that sale is of service. It is not something that, and that is only one, uh, once again, once they, they, not you, once they have stated in some way that they need your product, that they see the value, that they understand the value of what you are selling, that they believe that that could help them, that they believe that this is the last resort, that this is the last thing that they haven't tried yet. So why not? But if they give you that excuse, then it is your responsibility to do whatever it takes to get them to convert, obviously within the bounds of legal, moral, and ethical boundaries. And within those constructs, within the boundaries of what is legal, ethical, and moral, you work with them to get them back to a place of claiming their power, to seeing where in their life they have deflected or given up on a dream because they have chosen instead to people please. They have chosen instead to do the thing that was safe versus the thing that lights their soul on fire versus the thing that allows them to grow and transform. So if you love this episode, please let me know. Either drop me a review on iTunes. I love seeing and hearing all your reviews. And if you love this episode, please take a screenshot of it, 
share with it in your share it in your stories on Instagram and tag me at crown yourself now so I know you're listening and I tag you and I talk to you and we get to have a conversation and you can ask some questions and then I'm I can maybe answer them on the podcast which is always fun so thank you so so much for listening for joining for your review for your screenshot and for sharing this time with me. Let me know how this episode serves. And please, if you have either said this excuse whenever you have been in a sale on the receiving end of a sales conversation, I challenge you to do this. Look at the patterns in your life as to where you have given up your power and where you have regretted it. Because it is my soul, like that is soul as an S-O-L-E and soul as an S-O-U-L desire for you to step fully into your power of ownership. Especially if it's in your business. Especially if it's in your business. Because that business desire, that thing that you want to create is an extension of you. And the only way you can make that successful is if you lead it. People-pleasing is not a form of leading. It is a form of following. It is up to you to lead. And that is what I teach inside the princess process, how to be the leader of your business so you are growing your kingdom. It's what I call your business. So you are growing your kingdom and expanding it as you step into the throne of being the queen of your life and of your business. So let's lead together, shall we? If that feels aligned, if the princess process feels aligned for you, jump on with me. If you would prefer to work one-on-one, that is always available in the description. I have limited spaces available, but I do have 90-minute consults available as well if that is something you would like to dive into. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being here and for your presence, and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If what you heard resonated with you, be sure to subscribe and share your breakthroughs and ahas with me by leaving a review on iTunes so I can keep the magic flowing your way. And if you aren't already following us on social media, come experience the extra inspiration and queenly convos on Instagram at crownyourselfnow or visit our website at crownyourself.com. I am so excited to connect with you in the next episode. And in the meantime, go out there and create a body, business, and life that rules.